so, so amped up to uh, bring with you this next guest. Uh, I love her. I stalk her. Uh, you're going to stalk her. <laughs> I love her, too. Uh, it's amazing. Elaine Liu, she's freaking on fire as a coach. I can't believe, like, last time we did the interview, like, she was just starting out. Now yeah. she has basically, like, a business <coughs> attracting women from everywhere. Um, she's just such an amazing and real person. She's not, like... Uh, uh, like an Instagram model, just pretending to make things happen. She's actually no, I'm a size six right? baby. I love it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm happier when I eat more. So, <laughs> um, but you, you're just amazing. I love how much, um, how much impact you have on everyone and you do oh, in-person meetups. You. Yeah. And I, and I want to make it one of these days. Um, and you know, you just have so much to share with the world and uh, I love your uh, kickbox. Is it boxing or kickboxing? I do Muay Thai. <coughs> Muay Thai. Oh, thai shit. Kickboxing. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I get it right completely. before I kick your Damn ass it. over there. Damn it. <laughs> now, now I have to learn Kung Fu to just uh, hang out with you, right? How asian is this conversation? I know, way, right? Yeah. Uh, let's make it more Asian. Uh, follow me on uh, Cunty Chink uh, because uh, Chinky Cunt is taken on Twitter. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's and Asian follow nice. me on MySpace, everyone. Yeah, and Fenster. <laughs> and Zanga. Zanga. Yeah, Zanga. Can't, can't forget the Zangas. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, she's going to teach you. She Okay, so she's amazing at making money. Okay, she paid off her student loans, unlike you lazy asses who are probably listening <laughs> right now. And me included. I actually haven't paid it off. I'm trying to find a sugar daddy to do it. But hey, if you want to. Uh, do it the Elaine way and make money with her. <laughs> you can do that too. I mean, who am I to say no, right? So I'm so excited to have her here. Obviously, she's amazing. Uh, welcome, Elaine. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. like, you know, full circle because I think <laughs> yeah, we talked exactly. when I just started. Like, yeah. Lee, what advice do you have for me? And then what, what I've just Why did you my... even ask me? I'm like the most useless person to ask. No, that. but then You're you so learn, you learn in business and just life are just like, fuck what everyone's doing. I'm going to do it my exactly. own way. Exactly. This is what happened. I love it. So, um, let's, you were, we we're just talking about this, like humanizing like interviews, right? So yes. you like target. Can you tell us what you bought the last time you went to target? Oh, it's boring. Like no. I'm so Oh, I uh, bought mouthwash and Q-tips up and up because yeah. I like saving money, you know, yeah. so I'll get the up and up brand. Um, that was it. That, so I don't have like a very fun answer for that. But I like, I like Target in itself though. Like, yeah, I just like how you're human. You also get Q-tips. Yeah. And you do like those and- coaches who are like, <laughs> excuse me. Sorry. Um, Go ahead. You know what I mean? Call them like- out. Call them out. I'm Go. not going <laughs> to ethics, but it, I, I think we can shade them uh, indirectly. Right. You, but you know what I mean? Right. The coaches are perfect on Instagram and you're like, man, I can never look like that. You're actually a human coach. So thank you so much. Yeah. I have a um, big ass zit like yeah. at the bottom of my lip and I didn't yeah. even want to hide it. I thought we were going to do a video. So I actually uh, put makeup on uh, for you, Lee. I'm sorry. I know I it's fine. But I didn't, I didn't uh, cover up the zit because I just wanted to show uh, that to be off. human. Okay. <laughs> Is it possible to make money if I have a zit on my face? <laughs> Can I monetize my zit? <laughs> well, hey, there's that Dr. Temple person. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you forget that? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Yeah, how did I forget that? Damn it. Yeah. Um, okay, so you have a background in fundraising. So can you tell us, like, what does that mean? Um, how did you get into that? Uh, can you share with us uh, how you got started? Yeah, so before my business coaching days, um, the first, I graduated college at UC Irvine um, around the recession. Wonderful time. So the first job I got was getting paid $500 a month at Iowa. I'm born and raised in California. So I did the opposite. I moved to the Midwest. You didn't um, like sunshine? Well, What's I couldn't find you? any jobs like uh, and during the recession, okay. unless I wanted to work at Target, but then my Asian parents would be pissed off at me. So mm, that's true. That's I true. did the noble thing sure and I mm -hmm. worked in politics. So I was a grassroots organizer, mm -hmm. door knocking and doing phone calls. I organized so old school, boots on a strap, getting rejected, doing door knocking and phone calls. I did 300 calls a day, 15 wow. door knocks an hour. And then I was so good at it. I had 600 volunteers in what? six weeks, six weeks, I think. Oh my God. And someone said, hey, you know, it's a more glamorous version than being a grassroots organizer. You should be a fundraiser. So I started mm. off doing, doing fundraising for political campaigns. So targeted mm. congressional races. Wow. Um, so I would look at people's phone books and Rolodexes and be like, okay, we do a strategy mm -hmm. and figure out how to raise like six figures or seven figures or wow. matter months. So this is even before business coaching and all the mm -hmm. shit they talk about raising money and stuff. I do not, by the way, promote that in terms of like, look at me, Louis Vuitton purse and Rolls Royce. I do not do that shit. Mm -hmm. um, but that's how I start off in fundraising. And I loved it because I was around people of wealth and like true wealth, if that makes sense. Yes. Where, mm -hmm. where they have seasoned life experiences. It wasn't just mm -hmm. like, just so you guys know, like the type of donors I had, I had mm -hmm. the air of LA times. I've met Elon Musk wow. in person. What? How is he? Oh my God. How is he in person? Sorry. I have to cut you off. It's okay. Yeah, how He's he? like, yeah. you know, awkward, but like brilliant at the same time. What do you mean by awkward? What did you guys talk about? Well, we didn't talk. I was just, I was with someone else. So I couldn't really talk to him. Uh, I was, you like, oh. This was before he got Tesla big. Like mm -hmm. I met him at his SpaceX office. Wow. Like at, like at El Segundo where there's the control room, floor to ceiling mm -hmm. windows. It was really cool. Um, so this is before he got even big to where he's at right now. Wow. Um, but I, I mean, I was around that type of people and I mm. loved it. I met up with them for coffee, got to know them. That's mm. I was getting paid to hang out with like very wealthy and rich people. It was awesome. That's incredible. So do you feel like they're regular people? There were certain personality traits that made them wealthy. Like what do you feel like is like any differences between them and just normal people? So I will be very transparent because I know you love transparency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a difference between my political donors versus my nonprofit donors. So mm -hmm. I got out of politics because I could imagine, regardless of what aisle you're at when mm -hmm. it comes to this wonderful U.S. government, um, mm -hmm. I just didn't want to work in politics anymore. I couldn't deal with the egos. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I got into nonprofit fundraising. I worked at Pasadena City College. And there's a lot of wealth in Pasadena because this was, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know the history, it was a former gold rush city. So oh, really? all the what? East, yeah. Oh. So history lesson, guys. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And you guys will love it because I'm yes, going to tell please. you. Yes. Okay. So Pasadena was a gold rush city. This was a winter resort city. 
So all the rich families from the Midwest and the East Coast would travel across the country to go to Pasadena where they're doing gold rush. Okay. And get this. Do you know why? You know the the Rose Parade that happens Mm -hmm. every year? Mm -hmm. It was a huge marketing scheme. (laughs) I I have to hear this. Yeah. Yes, you'll love it. Okay. Okay. So think about it. They're trying to attract all the wealthy from Midwest and East Coast. Um, it's really cold, right? So mm-hmm. what do they want to do January 1st every year? They want to put flowers on horse carriages to show the Midwest and East Coast, hey guys, I know it's negative degrees there, but look, mm-hmm. flowers are alive in California. Wow. So the Rose what? Parade was a real estate marketing scheme to get people what? to move here. Oh my God. Uh, did Isn't it work? that hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That is. Holy it's shit. so good. And now it's a tradition uh, every year, you know, yeah. but oh it's God. so funny. Okay. That's, um, I don't think you I just blew your, my mind. Sorry. I did not answer your question. <laughs> I'm picking but... up the gray matter from the floor right now. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I forgot what my shitty question was. What did oh I, no, your question I... <laughs> was, um, what's the difference with like the very, wealthy? oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I really obviously enjoyed the nonprofit donors over the political donors. Um, They just saw more to life in them themselves. So Mm -hmm. to be honest, when Mm -hmm. I came into the coaching world Mm -hmm. and, you know, I come from the nonprofit and by the way, nonprofit does not mean no profit. I raised Mm -hmm. a million dollars in six months. How'd you do that? Holy shit. You have to tell us. You You just, you just build relationships. Go fucking figure guys. Like, well, you fuck all autistic people watching <laughs> listen to my podcast. You're going to leave them behind. What is a relationship? How do you build it? Um, but like, I know you work with Selena Sue and you're really good at it naturally. Like for yeah. somebody, okay, obviously join her coaching, but like, can you just tell us like briefly, like, uh, what do you do that other people don't do uh, in terms of building relationships? Yeah. I meet with clients and potential leads in person, mm-hmm. which pisses me off. Because yeah, people don't like, do that anymore. No, yeah, that's, that's, no people do. Oh, no yeah. people do, but people in the coaching industry, yeah, they don't. they're fucking mm-hmm. God. I'm serious. It pisses me off. Like, oh, I've made it. So, you know, <laughs> you're a little person. I was like, excuse me, Mother Teresa was a millionaire and she met with the poor. So don't try to be better than her. I love that. Oh my God. I'm Great. just being straight up. Oh, yeah. You're I, right. You're right. Yes. Like, for example, in about 45 minutes, I have a client who's meeting up at my house. Like, we're yeah. meeting up in person. Um, so I do that. I have monthly events. Um, which is what I did at the nonprofit world. Like we had events to meet up with our donors mm-hmm. and I don't know. And I say no to people. Like mm-hmm. I don't just have this funnel and people mm-hmm. give me money. I want to mm-hmm. make sure that they're the right fit. Cause I'm sorry, my time and energy is more important than money. Mm-hmm. So yes. mm-hmm. at the end, I'm not just posting what makes me stand out. And by the way, in terms of numbers, quote unquote, mm-hmm. I only have 2,400 followers on Instagram um, an email a lot list, still. an I mean, email list of 2000, a Facebook mm-hmm. list of 3,800, mm-hmm. but I don't get a lot of likes and comments. What I do is mm-hmm. I do voice memos, um, create relationships oh, mm-hmm. and publicly I will announce it here. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. And I, I'm going to share the behind the scenes specifically to my clients, but I had my first six figure launch. Damn. Hell yeah. Congratulations. And That's no, awesome. Yeah. Here no, here first. Face, no 
Facebook ads, really? no Facebook challenge, wow. no masterclass webinar. This was all organic relationships wow. because I wasted $30,000 on Facebook ads before. <gasps> wow. So this was all, I just focused on what I was really good at mm -hmm. and created a system around it. And yes, you could create systems with people, but here's the thing, like the gold, as we're talking about gold rush in Pasadena, mm -hmm. the gold rush, like in online coaching, quote unquote, is mm -hmm. like starting to trickle down because people have been burned by so many coaches. Yes. So true. So yes. you have to build a no like, and trust factor. And for me, I saw that right away. So what do I do? Like, if you guys stalk me on my Instagram and I'm pretty sure you probably put in my show notes, like, or your show notes, mm -hmm. like there's pictures of me with my clients. There is yes. my client results. Yes. Like so what's this. your Instagram? What's your Instagram? At Elaine Lou. So E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-U underscore. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't get a lot of likes and comments, but you need to show to your people that you're likable and trustworthy mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. a lot of people are, I'm working with a lot of clients who has worked with big name coaches mm. and like Elaine, mm. they never responded to me. I felt oh. like they're focused on the sale and then, mm. yes. yeah. which I've experienced too, mm -hmm. not with any of my coaches now, mm -hmm. thank God, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I've experienced that too. I could mm -hmm. keep going on and on. You could stop me. No, no, no. This is interesting because it's like you think in terms of like um, like a genuine way. Um, I want the audience to hear, oh, wait, uh, this is how you're supposed to treat people. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to treat like treat, numbers. You're supposed to treat people nicely. And, and here's the thing. I'm not a seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm just being transparent. Mm -hmm. I am multi-six, but I would rather grow – like a slow, steady, sustainable business with clients actually getting results. Mm. Um, I don't want to have like, you know, this evergreen funnel that's going to give me shit ton of money. And the majority of my clients don't get results. That's not mm. why I came into this business in the first place. Mm. And if you are not, I'm going to emphasize this. Mm -hmm. Like if you're not focused on your client's results, they're going to talk shit about you. Yes, absolutely. One. And two, if you don't think you could serve a client, then don't get them as a client. Like mm -hmm. right before this call, I said no to someone who wanted to work with me. Mm. Like this is not a good fit. And she asked me why. I'm like, I'll just be honest. You're not as committed as I'd like you to be. Mm. Because nice. every single mm -hmm. client I work with, they are mm -hmm. walking marketers for me. Mm. Even if we, so right. mm. even when we end our contract together, but I still am in good graces with a lot of my clients who end their contract and they recommend other people. Awesome. That's the way it should be. It's like old school, like just no like and trust, like you said. And yeah, I love that because the way that you do things is correct. You have a multi six figure business. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so, can you tell us like some of your client results, like some of your favorite client transformation stories? What were some of their successes? Yeah, um, oh, I have so many. <laughs> I'm trying mm -hmm. to think. Um, I have one client. She's been with me the longest, and that's what I want to emphasize. People think it's like looking for new clients all the time, but if you do a damn good job, you keep your current clients. Mm. Um, my number one generator okay. in income is retention. Oh. Like I have renewals. So she's been with me for a year and a half and she left her six figure business and um, six figure job mm -hmm. um, and now has her own six figure business. Mm. And she cut up all her credit cards wow. and she pays everything in cash. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that because you're one of the millennials who actually paid off your student loan debt. Can you tell us yeah. how you did that? Oh my God. Yeah. So I was 30 K in debt from undergrad and 
I, I was working, I think I was getting paid 60K at the time. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I just want to pay this debt off. And there's like this mm-hmm. notion, like, you don't have to pay it off. Take your time. I was like, fuck, I want this gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first thing I did was ask for more money from my employer. Mm, genius. Not even when I had business, this was, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying it's okay to ask for more money? Without being uh, fired from your you boss? Should. What? Mm-hmm. What? Can you explain that? I don't understand. <laughs> no, good question. So, uh, well, this is really important to talk about because I know a lot of immigrants. I mean, I went to my parents and I was like, hey, how do you ask for a raise? They're like, why are you asking for a yeah, raise? Yeah, like, why aren't you grateful? Like, no, what's you wrong should be grateful. Yeah. They're going to give mm-hmm. you money. Um, yeah. Newsflash, they're not going to give you more money if you're not asking. So I knew my parents weren't the best people to ask for advice. And I actually hired Mm. my first coach. Like this Mm. is when I had a nine to five job. I hired my first Mm. career coach. Mm -hmm. So at that time I jumped from 60 to 72 K. So I was making more money and I started, um, I just started using that money to pay off my debt. And then um, I'll be honest, I got that raise and I realized, fuck, I don't want to work in politics anymore. So Mm. money wasn't the answer. Like Mm -hmm. having more money does not make you happy. That's what I learned. Mm-hmm. And I left politics and transitioned into political, I mean, sorry, nonprofit fundraising where I hit, my goal was to make six figures. Unfortunately, I didn't, but I made 98,000. So within it's amazing, year, I jumped from 60 yeah. to 98K. Yeah. Woo! But I want to say, I want to the whole pocket. thank you. And You're I want to say, so awesome. mm-hmm. I want to say the non-glamorous version of getting out of debt was that um, I, I had my own one bedroom apartment in North Hollywood. And then I moved out, moved to Alhambra and had Mm -hmm. four roommates, shared a room with two guys who are at USC med school. And, but I, my rent went from like, like, what was it? Like 1500 to only $500 a month. Okay. Yeah. I can see that that raise. It took me Mm -hmm. like six or eight months, but I was paying my debt like four or 5k a month. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I feel like, now we can see how it's possible. And like, oh, I, I paid it off. Uh, why can't you do it? Like, yeah. you actually made a lot of sacrifices. Yeah. And like, I um, just cut off, like, things that, that weren't important to me. So you just have to prioritize things. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's awesome. And are any of these med school students already doctors? And can you introduce them to me if they're wealthy? <laughs> I think so. I don't think they're wealthy yet. I think they still have a lot of debt to pay off. From oh, never mind, never mind then. Next question. So, okay. So I love the fact that you talk about money very openly. I feel like it's maybe it's an Asian thing. Do you think it's an Asian thing? I, yeah. We talk about money more I openly? think it's an Asian and a woman thing. Hmm. Do you feel like because we don't have egos to like compete with people so we can talk about it? Or like, why? Why do you think uh, we don't talk about it? Wait, I feel like we do talk. Okay, because I feel like Asians talk about money more openly. uh, And I feel like uh, Americans don't talk about it as much because it's considered rude. Um, But do you think... Really? I think Americans talk about it. Oh, maybe it's a circle that you hang out in. Because I feel like the people who uh, make a lot of money, uh, it'd be okay for that. Okay, so... Okay, I see. So how can we find you? How can we work with you? And what advice do you have for people um, who are in the fundraising space and want to grow their business like you did with your clients? 
Um, so you can find me on Instagram. It's at Elaine Liu. So E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-U underscore. Um, you could also go to my website, ElaineLu.com. Um, my phone dropped. My advice for you, if you're like to start a business, do what feels right to you. Mm-hmm. Like don't look at what other people are doing. Like you don't need to be a size zero. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be flashing like luxury brands. Um, just be you and you'll attract the right people okay. and build relationships. Like this is not an overnight thing. I don't make cash, like snap of my finger. Mm-hmm. I'm building relationships. I have people who have 30,000 followers on Instagram that come to me, Elaine, like, how did you make money? I'm like, I talk to people. More importantly, I listen <laughs> to people. So that's my advice is listen to people, what their biggest challenges are and make a product or service from that. And consistently ask for feedback. So I love, gi- I love giving the metaphor. Do you notice that iPhones have taken, what, 11K on average from us? What are they? iPhone 11 right now? I forgot. I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, so what they do to create each product is they consistently ask for feedback from their consumers. Hey, how can we make mm. this product better? Yes. So they yeah. take that feedback and improve it every year. Yeah. And they have, they have yearly recurring revenue from those customers. Wow. And that's retention, right? Mm -hmm. That's not even trying to get new acquisitions. And that's Mm -hmm. a brilliant idea. So think of it that way, like eat some humble pie and ask for feedback from people. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I know that you're super busy and that's why I love how like, I'm going to invite you again. Okay. (laughs) You have to watch out. I'm going to, I'm forcing you to come back again, but thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Everyone head on over to our website beg her to work with you, whatever it takes to get Elaine in your circles. Cause I just love her energy. Thank you so much, Elaine. I really appreciate your time and uh, I will see you in the next episodes. Yeah. Thanks Lee. Yeah, no problem.